0: welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons, your spiritual BFF, and girl, I am on a mission to make the world more chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time, and you're coming along with me. Today, we are chatting with the lovely angel, Allison Pellissier. She is the founder and CEO of Traveling Lights, which is a distributor of Lucia number three healing light. If you have no idea what that is, we're diving into it in this episode. We're talking about everything you need to know about this specific kind of light healing it is such a trip. I've done it two times now, and it just like takes you to another fucking planet. We're talking about accessing deeper consciousness and how consciousness is related to our nervous system. We're getting real sciency, and we're giving you hacks for a consciousness makeover, starting with the things you do every day. So excited, you guys! Before we get into this episode. I need to brag a bit. I got my Chanel bag. My husband challenged me because here's the thing. I get a Chanel bag whenever the fuck I want, but my husband was kind of making me feel a little guilty about wanting one because we're, you know, going to be buying a house soon and there's, you know, we're putting money aside for that. And one day I was kind of like pouting about it. And then I woke up the next day and he had on my whiteboard in my office wrote down, Chanel bag equals 20 clients or 20 clients equals Chanel bag, whatever he said. And he drew like 20 little circles for me to like check off every time I got a client. So he was like, if you get 20 clients, I won't give you like give you shit for buying this bag. So obviously I slayed it, got the bag with like a day to spare and I'm here for it. I don't care what you hate or say. Chanel is spiritual designer bags are spiritual. Fashion's fucking art. It makes you feel like a boss goddess. It gives you superpowers. So watch me fly. Highly, highly suggest. Here's the thing. I'm all about quality over quantity. I mean, okay, let's be honest. I have like a ton of bags, but I'm going to have them forever and I can pass them down. Anyways, listen to me trying to justify it. I don't need to justify it. Um. Okay. Enough bragging except here's the thing. I'm not even bragging. I'm trying to inspire you because like even like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago, I was like, can I have a Chanel bag? Even though I can obviously afford it, but it was like, can I do that? Like, should I do that? Can I spend that much money? Like I've bought other bags before, but Chanel just had this like prestige that I was like, am I ready for that? Um, it was kind of fucking stupid. I get it. But anyways, I'm here to say if I can fucking do it, you can do it. This bitch came from nothing. And here we are. Anyways, enough of that you guys are probably I mean if you if you haven't turned this off yet thank god okay here's our chakra tip I mean our chakra tip is really just about the healing light because what I did actually just went and did another session after I recorded this episode I was like oh my goodness like this like I hadn't done it for a while and I was like it's time and I did it and it was so good you guys so my tip is just like go search find somewhere that does it find a place in your city a place close by that does this lucia number three light and i want to give a shout out to sky studio lucia in vancouver i did a session there like i said right after i recorded this episode and it really led me on a path of going deeper inwards and i was so much more open in my meditation immediately after and hey maybe that's why i was able to manifest the chanel bag so go do the light and get your bag guys all right let's get into this episode Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We're here today with Allison Polissier. She's the founder and CEO of Traveling Lights, and they create and distribute something called the Lucia Number Three Healing Light, which is so magical. I did it here in Vancouver. It was such a trip. I can't wait to hear more about this modality. She also offers practitioner trainings with the Lucia Number Three Light highest alignment personal development trainings, workshops, and retreats to empower people to embrace their full potential. Welcome to the show, Allison.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: So excited to have you. I'm like, I, when I tried this light, I was like, I need to learn more about this. Like it's was seriously the craziest experience. So I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Let's dive into our slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual? Yeah,
1: beautiful question. So for me, the mornings are very sacred because the energy that we set in the mornings is really going to unfold the rest of the day, or at least be a point that we can always come back to. So for me, every day is a little bit different, but I definitely make sure to include, you know, like nice lemon water to start right. And then I meditate every morning and Then It depends on the day. Some days I journal, some days I feel more active and I just get outside. I've been running um, several times a week in the morning and then doing some yoga. Um, Some days I just do like a longer meditation. But for me, it's really about just definitely creating that container and space to get into that frequency first thing in the morning.
0: Yeah. And I love what you said about just like setting the vibration for the day. And one thing that I've been doing lately, because I like my husband and I drink coffee together every morning, which I actually just started drinking coffee. Like everyone always thought I was like the weirdo that never drank coffee. And I'm kind of like getting into it now. I know it's probably not the best habit, but it's just so delicious. (laughs) Um, But we drink our coffee in the morning and then Um, I like usually I'm just wearing this some like hideous t-shirt that I slept in and like my hair is all in disarray but I'm like this is not how I want to feel during the day I don't want to feel like a mess so I've been like before we go and sit down for our coffee I'll put on my silk robe I'll like brush my hair and actually try to look a little bit like goddess vibe or at least presentable so that I can go through my day feeling a little bit more elegant (laughs) Nice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny with the coffee thing. I used to be such. A coffee drinker and I'm like just gone the opposite direction of realizing that as I become more and more sensitive that it can be so much for my nervous system so it's very intense because I love coffee it tastes so delicious you know and I used to be really addicted to kind of the high that I would get from it and feeling so productive and just getting into everything but then as I've taken this journey of kind of getting off coffee I've just been exploring like all these different teas and like all these different herbs and like different ways to get a similar feeling of energy without like really jolting my system the same way.
0: Yes. I'm like, I will only, so I probably drink it like four days a week and I'll only do it if I know that I'm going to do like a hit cardio workout or like something where I'm going to kind of burn it off right away. Mm-hmm. And then I'll eat. If I don't eat and if I just like sit there after coffee, I'm just like sweating and having a freak out.
1: Yeah, totally. It's very important to be able to use that energy and to prepare your system too. I mean, that's why I drink like lemon water or something first thing in the morning, because then, you know, you're not putting something acidic, like right in, but I love coffee. So I totally get it. I still, I'm like, Oh, I don't drink coffee anymore. And I'm still like "Mm, once or twice a week. I still, I'm like, okay. But then I make it a really special ritual. And I love what you said about like getting ready with your robe and, you know, it's, little things like that where you just feel like you make that special container yeah. and it makes things so much more magical
0: got to set the vibe mhm what is your favorite crystal of the moment
1: um you know it's such a hard question for me cuz i was Thinking about that, and I'm like, gosh, every day is pretty different for me with crystals. (laughs) Um, I my most recent like crystal crush is a Herkimer diamonds. Oh, yes, and it's so interesting because I started having so my dreams are really important to me, and I started having dreams about Herkimer diamonds and so I was like what is that so I started researching them more and I just I find it so interesting um the idea of diamonds for a while I was really like anti-diamond just because of all the you know blood and like sweat that happens around them I'm like okay that's pretty intense um I don't know if I want to participate in that but then you know the Herkimer diamonds um you know, also have this kind of aspect of just like how they're formed and just thinking about these challenging times for the whole planet and what everyone's been going through and just that, you know, clarity that comes from after so much pressure to create something divine. So I've been really feeling into that, you know, vibration lately of like acknowledging the beauty that can come from so much intensity.
0: Mm -hmm. The shadows, all the seeds are planted in the shadows. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> love it. What is a mantra that you live by?
1: Um, I really love the mantra, I am loving awareness from Ram Dass. And that's been really uh, like helpful for me in challenging times. I used to have a lot of anxiety. Now I really rarely have anxiety. But if I ever do or have that kind of feeling of like, unease or like some kind of loop in my head that's not helpful then I just come back to that uh, to the mantra that I am loving awareness and really feeling that is like the only kind of identification in the I am state is of being this presence of witnessing that's very loving
0: yes so beautiful what is your sun your moon and your rising
1: So my son is Pisces, which is I was totally gonna guess
0: that because (laughs) he's like soft spoken and like I don't know, just like beautiful sounding.
1: (laughs) Oh, thanks. That's really sweet. And then yeah, more water. I have Cancer rising, so more sensitivity and uh, feelings, which is always great. I mean, not always great, but it's um, it's a beautiful way to experience the world. And then I have Gemini Moon, which um, brings in more of the, you know, kind of intellect and thought processes and stuff. So that's nice. But yeah, lots of water. I'm like, it's so interesting. My chart, it's pretty much all water and fire. And then I just oh. have that one Gemini Moon. <laughs> I'm oh, like, whoa. Perfect.
0: Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And like, mm-hmm. is there like, I find with Cancers, like, that's kind of what it's like. Like, they're either like, loving and like sweet and sensitive. And then like the next minute they're like hot and fiery and like super emotional. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just, you feel so much, you know, there's yeah. a lot going on there. So I think that's what it is for me is like being able to, as I've kind of matured more in my own spirituality, like noticing that height and sensitivity and that if you can remove like taking things personally um or caring so much about how others are feeling in every moment even though you can feel them (laughs) you know like once you can find more of that separation then I think you can stay more in the like loving space with it and be like okay I can sense so much going on I mean with Pisces and Cancer it's definitely a lot of like awareness and so that was a whole journey for me of like separating out like okay, am I just feeling what everyone else is feeling? Or like, what are my feelings here? And even separating that difference. Yeah.
0: Well, I think I need to hang out with you more because I need to catch a feeling. (laughs) This this Aquarius needs to catch a feeling. Definitely a practice. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So I want to talk about your journey. So when did you figure out how amazing this Lucia light is and how did it become part of your life's work?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. So I first experienced Lucia about six and a half or seven years ago in England. I was I was actually in an art gallery in London. And um I was really going through a lot at the time in my personal life and you know, some really intense things that happened. Like my father passed away. I was in grad school abroad. Um, actually he was really sick. Right. And so, and I was in grad school abroad and I was kind of like figuring out what I wanted to do, um, with my life. And I was like in this graduate program that was wonderful, but also like really highlighting a lot of things that I didn't want to bring to the world. So I was just having this really kind of intense period. And then, um, my father actually ended up passing away and then a friend and I went back to grad school and then my friend invited me to come to this art gallery to experience the thing and I was like what is it like I don't want to just like go all the way to London I was living in Brighton um, in England on the coast and I was like I don't want to just go to London if I don't even know what this is and he was like no really you just have to try it I can't explain it you just gotta come here and see for yourself and so I was really struggling at that time with like some depression and you know like PTSD so I was having like really intense nightmares in the evenings and So I really didn't have a lot of extra energy besides schoolwork. And I was like, and so I finally just like in the last moment, got myself to run out the door. My guides were just like, go, 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 go. (laughs) And I was like, okay, fine. I can't resist this. So I like ran and just made the train and then we ended up waiting for hours to experience it. And so I finally get there and I finally get my spot in the light. You know, I have no idea what to expect. And I had my eyes closed and they're like, okay, here you go. And I just went so deep in that first experience, I laughed, I cried, I kind of went through the colors and patterns and visuals, and had this whole like visitation with my father who had passed away and you know it was really, really deeply touching, and he really like reminded me it was okay to be happy and that you know it was time to move on with my life and to like let go of this pain you know and Uh, It was really incredible. I mean, anyone who's had PTSD um, can relate to the feeling of kind of being out of your body and not being able to really like process life the same way. It's almost like even if everything is going right in your life, um, you still feel empty and like sad on a really deep level. And that's kind of where I was at before the experience. And after the experience, I felt like I had just come back into my body. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a happy person. I forgot that I was happy and what it really feels like to be fully happy. And so that was just a game changer for me. And I couldn't stop thinking about the light. I was dreaming about it, all of, you know, like I'm a Pisces. So I'm definitely a dreamer. And a lot of my, you know, even daydreams, I'd be like imagining myself driving around, sharing this experience. And I'm like, what am I, you know, what am I doing? But then, you know, it's definitely um, an investment to purchase a light. So it took me a little while. It took me about a year after I had first experienced it to make the move to go ahead and purchase one and start my own business in the U.S. And at that time, there was like no one who even had them in the U.S. So it was just a really kind of left field move. And, but I just knew in my heart, you know, like sometimes your intuition is just like, you have to do this. And you're like, really? And like all your friends, your family, they're like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Like, is that, you know, what are you doing? Like, this seems totally off track for you. And, uh, but for me, I just knew it was the right move because I've always been really passionate about helping people in whatever way, I can, I like, I've known I'm here on a mission. I'm, you know, and I wasn't even that in touch with my spirituality when I was younger, but I just knew that I had to do things to help this world. And so my graduate degree was actually in international education and development because I was looking at helping, you know, in other countries. And that was really great because I got to experience a lot of different cultures and and things like that. But I realized that, you know, what felt so calling to me about the Lucia was some, a way to hold space for someone to have their own experience mm-hmm. without yeah. being there, like telling them what's best for them, what resonates for them, what they should do next or give advice. It's really really about holding space for them to have their own understandings and even interpretations of what had happened. And, and so that really called to me, it's like, this is actually something you could take anywhere. And there's no like weird colonialism energy in it. It's just about, you know, holding space for that transformation. And, and so that's kind of my journey with how I was introduced to it. And so after I purchased one, I started my business traveling light and, um, I started taking the Lucia light, uh, all over the U S, um, sharing the experience and became a distributor and trainer for the light as well.
0: Wow. So magical. And so when you first tried it, like, did you have any spiritual practice at all? Or were you just kind of like, this was kind of like your entry, like gateway drug, <laughs>
1: Well, it's so interesting because when I was really little, I used to astral travel Mm. and I had all of these like super psychic moments and like all of that. And then, you know, society, like a lot of us like really shut me down and I thought like, oh, that's not okay or cool. And I'm a weirdo and like, I should just stop, you know? And I mean, I remember even in high school, I was like, one of my best friends, I could just read her mind all the time. (laughs) Like She used to get so mad at me because I would say what she was about to say.
0: Oh, my gosh. And she's like, will you
1: stop, like, doing that? It's like, that was my idea. And then we would get – argue, like, well, whose idea was it if I also – thought it you know it was really funny (laughs) you're like I
0: said it first (laughs) yeah exactly yeah
1: so it was kind of funny So it was always kind of like semi in tune without there was something more but since I had grown up Catholic I really was in denial about that I like really was like no this is a no for me I don't believe this I don't resonate with this um so I kind of went the opposite end and was more um kind of like curious about spirituality. I had done a yoga teacher training because I was more into kind of the like wellness of the body and feeling into that, but I wasn't really into spirituality. And then the Lucia definitely... Opened a whole nother layer of that for me. And it was like, okay, sorry, you're not going to be mainstream anymore. Like, there's a lot for you to see and experience. And I started really like communicating with my guides and like understanding like archangels. And like, yeah, so Lysia definitely pushed me way further out and became way more comfortable with the truth of who I am
0: okay so how does it work I feel like when I like the way I was kind of describing it to you I was like it just feels like you're looking into like a psychedelic kaleidoscope with like this bright light and I feel like the first for the first half I probably was just psyching myself out trying to be like okay like what, you know, what should I be feeling? Am I doing this right? But then I remember she just kept saying like, you need to let go. You need to let go. So when I finally just let go and cleared my mind, I feel like I like went to Venus. Like I was just like not even on this planet anymore. So like, how did, like, what's it doing to you?
1: Totally. So How it works is it uses a central halogen light, which is a solid light. And this is really important because this is how the sessions begin with us, that warmth, you know, when you have your eyes closed and it's reminiscent almost of the sun or something, you know, like that warm feeling where you're like really relaxed, it's pretty bright. And then the flickering light starts. So the solid light has... Uh, like infrared qualities into it and so it's very it starts being really relaxing for your system as you go through it and then energetically it's really like a space holder and then the flickering light is more you know if you think of the halogen as the feminine the flickering light is more of like the masculine which is like kind of driving the action in the experience and so it's just white flashing light and it ranges in different frequencies and each session actually is like is more like a song. Mm. So each session is really unique in terms of which flicker rates are being used and then what intensity level, like the brightness or how fast it changes between the brightness levels or frequencies and things like that. And how it works in your brain is you have your eyes closed and it goes along, the light goes along your optic nerve into the center of your brain, which is where your pineal gland is, also your pituitary gland. And Um, You know, your whole visual cortex gets kind of activated with the Lucia and there's a lot of layers and like how it works in your system because actually all of our cells communicate through light and there's, you know, they've shown that like fascia, which we didn't even really know what fascia was until more recently. It's um, a whole layer um, in our body that's like the connectivity layer and so our fascia you know if you have like those rollers and things like that that really like helps smooth out the fascia that's where we hold like our cellular memory a lot too so it's very interesting if you're doing like fascial work you can actually have like experiences come up that you're like releasing through your system and things like that and within your fascia there's communication again with light so it's really like activating your whole system both that's through the body and then energetically it's really working to also clear are these different layers. So the emotional body, um, you know, even the astral body, etheric body, there's just like layers of energy all around you. And, you know, when things start getting intense, um, we start contracting, we start carrying like density in those layers of our body. And so the light is just these like waves of energy kind of flowing through your body. And then the reason we still haven't really discovered why you see so many colors when you're experiencing it, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, that's definitely blew me away. Like I love color in general. And, you know, I'm not someone who has like psychedelic tapestries everywhere or something, but I do love colors. And so just seeing like the depth of the colors of the experience is just so exciting and opening, you know, it's like, wow. And, you know, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. So each experience is different in terms of what the, person receives from it because the person who's experiencing it is different in that moment. Like you Mm -hmm. said, if it's like a new experience and there's some part of you that's like, what the heck am I supposed to even do right now? Like, this is crazy. Like there's all these colors and patterns and things happening. Um, You know, it's really about kind of coming back to your center. And so a lot of the session is how the session is held. And that's why I do trainings is to like teach people how to hold space and how to kind of create a container like I do guided relaxation and often work with singing bowls or other like sound healing tools that can help you kind of start dropping in before the light even starts Mm. and then as you go deeper into the experience as you said it's like just this letting go process and then each journey is totally different because you're a
0: quantum being and you're going to be different in every okay so let's have a quick And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code ChakraGirl at checkout. Moment, you know,
1: and also it's a practice of like getting to know that space. So some people just really like, their mind just shuts off immediately. And they're just like in this bliss space. I mean, some people are like, oh, it was just like white light mostly. And I was just in this like non-dual space. Other people are like, whoa, the colors it was just like this constant kaleidoscope. And I like, couldn't even think because so much was happening. And um, other people just find like they see, like I had a session where someone just saw red the whole time. Wow. It was so interesting. And so You know, it just really depends for the person what the experience is. But ultimately, like you said, there's this kind of like part in the session where you just like let go and it's like Mm -hmm. there's some kind of personal work to do the let go. But a lot of it too is that the flicker. So that flashing light that's going during the session is Um, it's very rhythmic and it's very ends up being very relaxing for the nervous system. So it's really interesting because it's like this intensity that ultimately leads to this deep relaxation. Mm -hmm. And so it helps your nervous system relax on a super deep level. And when you start doing a series of light sessions, then what it's actually doing is lowering your baseline level of stress. Mm -hmm. So that's really like the, you know, fundamental aspect of what the light is doing is really recalibrating your nervous system. And so I've been really obsessed with like reading so much about the nervous system. And I actually put a couple of talks together about, you know, everything from developmental trauma and how that relates to nervous system, attachment theory, like there's so many different ways in which how we were raised and um, you know, even our epigenetics, like what we're storing in our DNA from our ancestors, And their traumatic experiences is still affecting this incarnation, this life, right? And so the Lucia light really helps you on – as like a multi-dimensional tool to both really relax and recenter and recalibrate that nervous system, and then also activate the potential, you know, your highest potential within yourselves and all of that. So there's kind of like the experience side of like the visual aspect of being like, oh, it's really colorful and you know beautiful, and and some people kind of go through the veils as we call it, and really you know, visit other beings. Sometimes it's just like a really deep healing experience, which sounds like what you had where there's just no thought, no, you know, you know, you're not there, but you can't really say where you went. Um, I think that's more just like working in a, in a really deep level on, you know, your light blueprint, if you will. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fascinating thing, and that's and what's so interesting about it is there's some, like scientific theories around it, but it's almost like it's ahead of science. Yeah, you know, it's like science totally. hasn't caught up to it.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that, and I feel like to your point, like with the colors, like I like I saw blue and orange the whole time, and it's funny because mm-hmm. I know that I need to work on my throat, my third eye, and my sacral chakra. Like those are the three that I'm like constantly working on, and so those were kind of the colors that I was seeing. So. Whether that was, you know, the way that it works, you know, it's showing you the colors, like the, like the vibration that you need, or whether it was just like mentally, like consciously triggering that for me, it kind of like, you know, did that kind of double whammy where it was like energetically bringing me that vibration of that color, but also alerting my consciousness of what I needed to work on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so interesting. And I found that it's like, if the person is aware of chakras and like the relational energies, then I think they're more likely to see something that would be meaningful to them. And Mm -hmm. so it's just fascinating how that works. I mean, some people see symbols, some people see images, um, you know, are going to scenes or even memories. I had this really sweet young guy come in and he was just like, well, that was amazing. But those flowers, I mean, they just smelled incredible. And I'm like, uh, oh, tell me more. I was like, well, we don't have any scents in the room. And, you know, and he was like, what? Like, I was just in this field of flowers. Like, when you were projecting the flowers, I'm like, that was all you, honey. <laughs> that is wild. So it's super interesting, like, where you can go and the depth of it. And, you know, as I said, every experience is different because you're just in a different state. And like, sometimes if we have like big expectations or like we're going through a lot, like we first need to just come to that baseline residence. And, Mm -hmm. and that's something I'm really passionate about is just like helping people understand that, you know, a lot of times we are just like looking for that journey or like that insight or that high basically of being like, Oh my gosh, I want to have this incredible download and experience and understand everything and get these huge insights. And sometimes it's like, Yeah, but first, you need to really, like, settle your nervous system and come back into your body so that you can even have an aligned experience like that, you know? Yeah,
0: you need to let go of the outcome and just, like, let it happen the way it's supposed to. Yeah, exactly. So, in an ideal world, how often would people be doing the light therapy?
1: Um, Ideally, a couple times a week. So. It depends like where your nervous system is at. I mean, for me, like when I first got my light, I was doing it like twice a day. I'm like more, more, more. (laughs) And um, I was just loving it. I was getting so much out of it, but my nervous system had been through so much, you know, and like, you know, the PTSD is like largely like the, the most intense part was having those flashbacks and the nightmares and everything went away just from one experience, which is Pretty incredible, but like there was still a lot of work to do and um, really rewiring my nervous system in that way. I felt really called to do a lot of sessions with it. Every person is a little bit different and. But ideally, if you could do like a series of like six sessions over a few weeks, that'll really kind of recalibrate the nervous system on a deep level. And then you can kind of do maintenance sessions whenever you like. And I mean, now there's a home portal. So there's actually a way to get one for yourself and then you can experience it really as much as you want. It's just like whenever you truly feel called to do it. not like. How much is the home one? Um, it's with like import fees. It might be a little bit different in Canada, but it's around um, you before shipping
0: and import fees and stuff like that. It's about seventy five hundred in the U. S. Okay. Oh my gosh! It's, I'm. I mean, the Chanel, a Chanel bag is the next thing on my list, but after the Chanel bag, this is going on the list. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah,
1: it's cool. I mean, they're definitely um, an investment, but it's because, you know, and something I feel really like happy about working with the company and like proud of like working with them is that, you know, it's really ethically made. And I think a lot of the technology, I mean, it's just like, geez, look at my iPhone, like, Oh God, it's embarrassing to have such things like knowing it's like child labor and mining and all of this stuff. And, and really the Lucia is about, um, it's all created in Austria in small batches and, due to the halogen light, which gets really warm, like there's all these different things, like a fan inside of it and, and everything to kind of keep it cool. And it's just really great materials. And the designer um, and engineer out in Austria, who I know pretty well, he's such a sweetheart. And he's really about only making things that are going to last for like a really long time. He's like, you could just like bury this underground and in a hundred years, you take it out and be like, still working perfectly. So it's just like a different level of quality, you know. And that's one of those things. But I mean, also, if you look at over time, if you use it for like 10 years, and you're using it
0: twice a week, I mean, that really adds up if you're going in for sessions. Yeah. But can you get sessions in like any of the big cities? Is it kind of like all over the US right now?
1: It's starting to really spread. Um, It's most of the big cities in the US have one. And um, we've been getting a lot more um, interest lately and like even last couple years.
0: So it's really exciting. Yes. And for any Vancouver listeners, there's a place here too. So you can DM me and I'll send you the details. Um, And I know we're all kind of like collectively working on our consciousness right now. And we're being pulled in so many directions, kind of like in search of the like air quotes truth. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So how can we use our consciousness to not really need the truth and to kind of get into that 5D indifference?
1: Yeah. So again, when you kind of are able to come more to your center and relax your nervous system and be in a space where you can find really like safety and, you know, love from yourself, I think then you can be more open to being in the world in a way where you're like experiencing, like witnessing multiple perspectives, but you're not like locked into one. You know, I think what's so interesting about kind of moving more to the 5D or non-dual consciousness is like realizing that, you know, there may be multiple things that you're entertaining and they might even like contradict each other and that's okay. You know, it's like, we don't like our mind and like kind of more 3D awareness is really focused on duality and saying like, I want to know what's right and what's wrong. And as we start moving into these more expansive states of consciousness into this more like 5D living it's like not taking things personally realizing that you know it's a reflection of you if you feel upset then it's something for you to look at and whatever's coming up and then also just like having respect and love for people despite what they think you know there's so much polarity out there and people attacking each other for like oh you don't believe like in masks oh my gosh what a jerk you know it's like yeah well, like maybe you could just listen and witness a perspective and, you know, be respectful in a way that is true to you, but also is not like attacking someone else, <laughs> then, you know, that's a really good way for it. So yeah. I, have yeah. And I think that Lucia again helps with that because you, it's like that combination of like relaxing your nervous system and then also activating your third eye. And it's like looking at life as being fun and a journey. And, you know, we never know what's going to happen. Like we drive cars all the time. Cars could crash. Like there's so many car accidents, like so much craziness happens all the time. And we just like, put those in like little boxes of like, oh, that won't happen to me. But like, exactly. you, you never know. So like, just because we're going through like a more of a, a worldwide experience of that uncertainty of what will happen. I mean, that's what we're here for as light workers is to hold that force of light and just be like, yeah, there's a lot of potentials just like every moment. And I really believe that, you know, the new earth is being birthed from like so much shadow arising. Yeah. And like,
0: to, like to your point like with the government too it's like are you a democrat or are you a republican and like there's like if you're in between then you're a bad person like it's like there's just so much um pulling you to try and like choose your truth but like i just believe that there is no truth everyone has their own perspective but i don't think truth exists like it's only what you see and what you see is going to be totally different than what you know joe next door sees like and it's that it doesn't have to be that one person is wrong like let everyone have their own experience
1: Yes, exactly. That's super powerful, and I absolutely agree. I mean, there's no absolute truth, right? Yeah. and I found that so interesting too. like I don't know. Have you heard of Ama, the hugging saint from India? No, oh my gosh, she's amazing. She's one of the most like high frequency beings on this planet, and she just hugs people for like it's, it's crazy. You go to one of her events, and she i mean I would say I don't think she's doing it right now, but she. Yeah, <laughs> That's <laughs> like not exactly in line with current reality, but yeah. Before things got so crazy, she would just hug people like all night. So she just gives you a couple seconds of hug. And that hug is just like a blast of non-dual energy that is just so incredible. It's like the divine mother. I almost like fainted when she hugged me the first time. And she just hugs person after person after person. And she's like really like an avatar. Like she's beyond this like, you know, consciousness in so many ways. And I was, you know, at some point in my journey when I was like asking a friend about it, I'm like, well, what is... She think about, you know, I don't remember what I was asking about, like psychedelics or something, some topic that I was like, how does she even talk about these things? And even how she gives talks is relative truth. Like, right. She speaks to what people need to hear for their own moment in their spiritual journey. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: that's the only kind of truth there is to me is just like realizing, like you said, what perspective you're coming from, where you're at and not needing to be clinging on to this identity of like, I'm this
0: or I'm that. Totally. Like when you make, when you make any opinion, your identity, like that is ego, like you, and that's like not going to serve you. Totally. And I
1: mean, there's certain things like ethics, right. That we can yeah together with, but you know, like ethics and having an open heart and like being a really beautiful person can of course transcend you know what you know political party you believe in or any of those kinds of things and you know I think being open to that really just makes life not only more beautiful but easier too and more graceful.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh love it. So you also mentioned that you want to give our listeners 33% off of a quantum shift light session. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I travel around, so it's available even if you're not in Boulder, but basically when I work with Alicia, as I mentioned, the container that you hold is really important for the depth of the experience that can happen. And so I've actually developed um, like different sessions that are focused for different types of containers, you know, and so, you know, there's more like a relax and reset session, Um, where we just get more into like lavender and like using the, you know, in infrared mat to like deeply relax and maybe have like some Nervine tea, you know, some nettle or things like that beforehand, um, And then there's more of like the quantum manifestation session. So once you've kind of reached a baseline of working through your nervous system, that's when you can start truly manifesting, you know, your dreams. And so the manifestation session is about really getting clear on like where you are, what are your challenges, what's, um, and what are you really calling in and letting go of? And it's so interesting because when you work in that way before having a late session, it's like opening all of these doors in your consciousness. Like if you think of your brain as like a big mansion, right? Love it. It's a mansion, um, and mm-hmm. there's so many doors and so many rooms and so many things happening. And maybe some of them are just like, ooh, that that one's kind of gnarly. Gonna open that and air that one out and like <laughs> let some energy in there. You know, it's like I haven't looked at that for a while. Like a lot of that's happening right now. But really, if we just kind of go through our mind and like open a bunch of those doors and like send some good air through there and like through our awareness before a light session, then in the light session, it's just really amplifying all those possibilities. It's bringing energy and power to that. So it's very, it's like an amplifier of manifestation. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, and it's amazing how that carries out in your lives. And it's interesting because Lucia was actually developed by a neurologist and psychiatrist in Austria, and their kind of version of that quantum manifestation session is what they call neuropsycholysis. And so it's much more psychology-oriented than really bringing in, like, the 5D awareness and energetics, but it's more about how, you know, a similar thing that if you start looking through, you know say you feel like some blockage in your heart or some people have been saying that, you know, like open your heart and you're like, my heart's open. What do what do you mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like getting really curious about like, okay, well, who's in your life? Who's supporting that heart opening? Who's, who's not like, what things do you do that open your heart more? What things could you do? And just getting like really curious about opening those potentials. So you can do it more in like a straight frame, like psychological way, or you can do it while really tapping into the energetic and spiritual way and also inviting your guides in and inviting you know like syrian beings or other like galactic beings that are supporting our highest well-being in to support that process
0: and it just gets
1: you know galactivated
0: galactivated i love it we need to like that maybe needs to be the podcast episode title (laughs) (laughs) so good Oh my gosh, love it. So let's move on to Manic Moments in Manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. And I can go first because yesterday, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just yesterday, I was feeling nervous because I was filming for a little project that I'm doing. And whenever I have to like wake up at a specific time, I, my sleep is just like a complete disaster because I'm not used to having to wake up at a specific time. I just wake up when I feel like it. Um, and I kept like waking up in the middle of the night and checking the clock and making sure that I wasn't like, you know, as soon as the sun came out at 5am, I was like, Oh oh my God, I slept in, even though I hadn't, it was just a whole thing. Uh And then like, Because I had, like, I was in this low vibration, all these little things kept happening. Like, my makeup artist canceled on me last second. I got stuck behind this, like, huge bus, and, like, I pricked myself on a rose thorn and was, like, bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, like, one thing after the other because I just, like, I wasn't taking the time to just like let it happen. Like I needed to just release and like release control and give it up. And once I finally did that, I finally went into the manifestation of it. Everything started flowing. Like I literally like, like I looked at my husband and I was like, you know what? I'm giving it up to the universe. I like, nothing's working right now. Like, I feel like I'm going to be late. I don't look the way I want to look, you know, where I'm running behind. Like anyways, I, once I just gave it up, I just had like the best filming session and the best day, you know. I had a, a golf lesson after, and I was like so happy. And my husband and I went to dinner, and I was just like, if I would have, I, I could have very easily held on to that negative vibration all day. So I'm so glad that I just kind of like take it took a second to be like, okay, I'm intentionally flipping the vibration here because it is not serving me to like be this grumpy Gus all morning and really makes a difference. So yeah, that was yesterday feeling better, much better today.
1: Yeah. That's a really powerful share. I love what you said there too, because it's so true. You know, it's like we can get stuck in those frequencies and then like you said, everything just starts happening. That's, you know, resonant with that frequency and it's like, okay, hold up. At some point you have to just like stop and like really you know, and that's, again, like quantum shifting, like come back into your presence and like, oh, this is not me. This is not what happens to me, you know? And even if you haven't had a lot of sleep, there's still a way to set your frequency. And that's like what we talked about too. I it's so important to start your day with something really powerful and high frequency so that you have that kind of baseline to come back to instead of like, you know, if you start in a lower frequency, it's like way more challenging to bring it back up. It's
0: like digging yourself out of a hole.
1: Yeah. Well, awesome job (laughs) shifting beforehand.
0: That's really good. Yes. Tell Uh, us about your last meltdown.
1: So yeah, I actually also had a challenging day yesterday. I'm (laughs) like, what is going on with this astrology? Because um, I... When mine is actually from kind of like adrenal burnout. So I, like I mentioned, I had to cut down on coffee a lot. And that wasn't because I don't like coffee. It's just more because of where my system's at. And I was just like putting the pedal to the metal for way too long. I can get really into like work and then holding space and then all these things. And so the day before that, It's so interesting. I've actually been doing this meditation. It's like with frequencies, and I've been going so far out of my body, like Mm. that I actually can't even do it in the morning anymore because it takes me like hours to come back. (laughs) So I was like freaking out yesterday because I had done this meditation and I was so far out. And then I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have all this work I have to do." So I was like trying to like force myself to work from this feeling of like not being in my body, which. Is like for me, it's like I can't think properly, like I'm not really feeling like feeling my body at all and stuff. So, so I started just like drinking caffeine to try to come back, which <laughs> is not recommended. I don't think that's a good idea. No. I was like that'll get my mental body going. And I'm just like, oh my god, it was just so it just made things like crazy. So everything kind of like started piling on top of each other. Like you said, it was just like, okay, now I'm just like really caffeinated and I'm still out of my body. So. Yeah. Now I'm even more out of my body. <laughs> exactly. It was really not helpful. So I had to do a very really similar thing where I was just like, okay, I'm just going to like, give it up to the universe. Like I'm not working right now. This is just not happening. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up just like going outside and um, you know I'm lucky to live in Boulder at the moment and so I was able to like just go like walk across the street there's a trail and I just went back and connected with nature and like really sat and like watched this little river and just like just let everything go like oh I don't need to be productive you know every day doesn't have to be productive for me to love myself mm-hmm. like that let that go you know and um, so yeah and then after the you know, the walk. I was like, Oh, I just felt myself starting coming back, you know, more and more. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I was able to really um, do work, which was the irony of all of it. It's like, it's so funny. It's like, we want something so bad, but we're, we're not in the space to do that. We try to like force it and then it doesn't work. Whereas if we just take the time to like honor what our body really wants and maybe that's like, Oh, take a 20 minute nap actually. Or like, you know, for me, it was like, just take a minute and go outside and walk, you know, then it know. makes like, all
0: the when difference. you feel like you don't have time, the answer is to take a time out, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. which sounds counterproductive, but that's like always the way that it works. Like when you, you kind like, of need to get back into the like feminine receiving. So if you're constantly in the masculine and you're like pushing energy forward, then no good energy can come in.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's so funny like that. And it's so funny too, because I always like remind myself and I've, you know, told friends before who are like, oh, I don't have time to like meditate for 20 minutes. And I'm like, Somehow you find time to scroll through your Instagram like all the time. Like, how many hours do you scroll through Instagram? <laughs> you know, it's like we somehow justify that, and we're like, "Oh crap!" Like, you know, I just spent 20 minutes doing that. No big deal. That's okay. But like, if I have to like consciously create a 20-minute container for me to meditate, then that can be challenging. So, it's again like not judging ourselves for that, but just finding it funny, you know, yeah, and like exactly. being able
0: to laugh and at ourselves. Out this time go fast when you're scrolling.
1: Yeah, exactly, and just realize that, and then it's, like, if you realize how absurd that is, yeah. then, again, we start seeing these kind of, like, contradictions within ourselves, and then we can just kind of, like, laugh through it into, like, more into a higher frequency of, like, again, creating a reality instead of just, like, allowing what we're not consciously, you know,
0: addressing to guide what's yeah. happening. And I probably only do this like twice a week, but I always brag about it. Then I'll keep my phone in like another room and looking at my phone is my reward after my meditation.
1: Yeah, there you go. And I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, you know, doing, doing little things like that, or even just taking, you know, a few hours in the morning without even looking at your phone before yeah. you get the day started. I mean, things like that are just like game changers. Yeah. I mean, such so our- a difference such a difference and in our like generation we're learning all this because we kind of grew up without it and then with it and then it's just like since we're with it we're like oh of course like my phone is always with me Mm -hmm. it's just like the you know We take it for granted because it's so helpful and useful, but you know, we haven't seen because it hasn't been around long enough to really see the side effects. And we're just starting to, of like what happens when you get addicted super intensely to your phone and you can't live without it. And it's just incredible. Like we, again, we just think we don't have that time, but when we create that time in our lives, like the benefits are immense.
0: Yes. I miss the time when all we had to worry about was our Tamagotchi. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right?
0: oh my gosh yeah. so funny <laughs> oh my gosh so this was amazing it's been so great to chat with you and you guys you have to just check out everything Allison is doing and if you've not done one of these light sessions find a place go to it and it's going to be life-changing we'll link you guys to all things Allison but where can we find you online
1: yeah, absolutely. So my website is com, And then my Instagram is traveling Light machine, And same on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash machine. So yeah, it's really great. And we're actually just getting started with a Mighty Networks community. So we're going to have all kinds of people like sharing experiences and ideas and different ways there too so it's lots of exciting things happening in the light world exciting
0: well thank you so much allison and thanks everyone for listening we love you and it. and we'll catch you guys next week bye guys Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini cart chakra upgrade because you got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at co and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at ChakraGirlCo.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot. The Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.